good Sunday afternoon. Feels good to be back. Feels real good to be back. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Sunday Rise. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Sound a little muffled, so I do apologize. And we got a lot of ambiance outside, which is okay. Because this is the first time I've been able to do a Sunday rise from the balcony in quite a long time. Be joined shortly by the boss DJ. And he is the man that pays the bills, writes all the checks, and keeps everything moving. The boss, BJ. What's going on, brother? What's happening, brother? I sound a little muffled. Uh, I'm uh, outside. I'm masked up and everything. I'm double masked up and, you know, doing my thing. I actually can't tell that you got double masked on. You sound pretty good. So. Oh, well, that's good. Maybe I need to do this more often. Probably even making you project your voice because you, you're anticipating being muffled. That might be like reverse psychology. Yeah, it, it might work out. Might work out. Well, first off, you know, you know, we'd like to thank everybody for joining us. We actually, you know, whenever you listen to us, we're live. It's about, um, I'm trying to see the time. What is it? It is 317. Eastern, so we're live casting, you know, during uh, the one o'clock games, and I'm just looking at the scores and stuff. But first and foremost, um, you know, if you've you've if you supported the show in any capacity, you've listened to us over the years, we need you to take and send all your prayers, send all your positive energy, all your good vibes to our brother Junie wife Pam and their family and um, right now you we just need everything we need everything you got to help Junie get better and get through what he's going through right now and um, I've already talked to his wife Pam you know I told her you know and I and I speak for all the sideline junkies when I say this is like whatever you need just let us know so you know, we're going to dedicate this show to Junie and we're going to, we're going to get this NFL thing going like he, like I know he would love. You know, Junie loves the NFL. He's kicking our asses right now in the picks. Kind of like, you know, uh, when Dak Prescott got hurt last year and he was still leading the league and passing. That's what Junie doing to us right now on the picks. So, but, um, yeah, definitely all the prayers, positive vibes, good energy. So please send that over Junie's way so we can get him better and we can get him back to what he do, man, which is being a one of the best human beings I've met in my life. So, KG, you got anything? Of course I do. You know, I, I, I know if we can get this show to his wife Pam, I, I I know when he hears that introduction, you know the man that's cool as ice, twice as nice, ain't never had a bad day in his damn life. Bad news, Junie. We all pulling for you, brother. 
We are. We 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 may not be there physical, brother. We there. And, and you know, once you get through everything, we got to sit down and we got to talk old school NBA like we do. And you know, that's like a four hour show for us because we get to talking about teams and. Then we go down the rabbit hole, and it's so fun going down that rabbit hole, man. So you got to get better, so we we can sit down and we can have that conversation. We gonna make we gonna dedicate four hours to that. Man, we we always say, man, it, it's rabbit holes. We can go down on this show because you know all of us are sports junkies, you know. And that's when we sat down and you know first we were out of bounds, and now you know we're the sideline junkies. We're the junkies for a reason, you know. We. We not we might not be experts on everything, you know. We might know more about the NFL, the NBA than you know baseball, soccer, you know hockey, but we touch on everything. We can watch everything. We enjoy everything. And I know Junie, Mister Rabbit Pittsburgh, still a fan. Um, you know he I know he loves basketball. He, he's a Wizards guy like me, trying to figure out what's going on with them and what's wrong, and you know. So I can't wait to get him back at full strength. And that's what we're aiming for. Get him back at full strength. Get him back so we can talk about the Wizards and the Pittsburgh Steelers and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, we are pulling for you, Junie. Pam, we love you. Y'all, y'all told you. Y'all family. And, you know, we'll get through this. It's just just – just a, another bump in the road, you know, another bump in the road, something that, uh, you know, we'll all get through together. Most definitely, most definitely. That's how we got to do it. We got to do it as a family because that's who we are. And think about it, man. We've been family for a long time. Yeah. Long yeah. time. I, I've known, I've known Junie for, 20, I think this year coming up to be 20. Yeah. I'm getting old, so the calculations in my head is a little man upstairs, you know, blowing dust off books and stuff. So it takes a little longer now. <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah, we 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 the, the good vibes and the good energy. I'm telling you, man, that's that's you you'd be surprised how much just good energy can can change the situation around. And I told, I, you know, I told Pam, I told. Junie, that man upstairs. Hey, we help you out. We be behind you. So, but KG, let's do this show, and let's, let's start with the NFL, man. Like I said, we are in the third and probably what third and fourth quarter, end of the third, beginning of fourth, in a lot of games uh, in New England. The Bills are up 20 to 14. New England just marched down the field, put a touchdown on the board, which, you know, kind of tidied up, tightened up a, a game that the Bills been in the driver's seat all game. So the Bills got to answer back because all the New England needs to do is score and they'll be on top. So uh, the Buccaneers are beating the, the Whiskers off the Panthers 29 to 6. And that's at the end of the third or coming towards the end of the third. The Texans are beating the Chargers 27 to 15. And if you're in the AFC playoff race, this game means a lot. It means a lot. Okay. Because 
the AFC is just a log when it comes down to that six and seven spot. Everybody's eight and six or whatever it is. Um, right now, the Eagles are beating the Giants 13 to three. The Jets over the Jaguars 16 to 15 with 12.59 left in the fourth. Uh, the Lions are behind the Falcons 20 to 13 with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Rams over the Vikings 20 13, start of the fourth. And the Bengals are plucking the feathers off the Ravens 34 to 20 within the start of the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, yesterday's game, the Colts come out victorious over the Cardinals 22 to 16. I picked the Colts, baby. I picked the Colts. Well, let me ask you a question uh, about that game. Hold on, let me ask you a question. Do, do you think the Cardinals are a fluke? Because they they can't win big games. Well, I don't I don't I don't want to say fluke because I I think they really I really do think they have a really good team. I think they found their franchise quarterback in Kyle Murray. But you know what I what do I always say? You know, and I, I've said it with Buffalo, and I've said it you know with great frustration because as a team I follow, everybody has to learn how to win. You just don't come in the league blowing the NFL up your first and second year, you have to progress. It's something that Patrick Mahomes had to go through. Aaron Rodgers, all right, we see you have the physical talent. But we're going to start, you know, the NFL adapts very quickly. What can you do when we start throwing these complex schemes at you? Okay? We see you got the physical talent. You can throw the ball. You can run. Kyler Murray made a hell of a run yesterday. But now what are you going to do when we start throwing more things at you? When you when you face teams that have edge rushers that run just the 40 just as fast as you. Every team's different. Every team plays defense different. And some teams match up better than others. But of course they're going to struggle because Hopkins is out. That's, you don't you don't replace probably you know, depending on who you talk to, what day, Hopkins is number one or number two in the league as far as receivers. So we ain't got, and, and I'm, and I had taken a small jab. We ain't got Julio Jones or um, AJ Green in that list no more in that category. We can stop that. But um, yeah, that was a jab. But you don't lose one of the top receivers in the league. That was a right Lost cross. Eight. Yeah, that was that was a connecting right cross too. That wasn't. That was a slow motion zone where it hits you, the mouthpiece come out, the spit, everything. That, that was a good one. I like that one. So, yeah, but you don't lose DeAndre Hopkins. Um, you know, they've been played, you know, injuries and COVID just like everybody else. They lost TJ Watt earlier. So, you know, you I, I, I don't know what people expect. I mean, you're going to get what you get from Kyle Murray still, Kyle Murray. But somebody else has to step up, and it's a it's a big shoes to fill when you're asking to to step in place of DeAndre Hopkins. That's that's huge shoes, and I don't think one person can do that alone. You have to have a con- combined effort. And I thought this is where AJ Green's supposed to come in, and he's non. He, matter of fact, let me look, Let's see stats, Cardinals, and AJ Green, three targets, one reception, thirty three yards. Zachers, 13 targets, eight. Zachers doing his thing. I forgot the other day they had Zachers. 
I mean, they they supposed to be loaded on offense. Like I said, DeAndre Hopkins is a lot to lose. So um, I think they'll limp into the playoffs. They're, they're hoping to get DeAndre Hopkins back. He'll make a big difference. But I just don't think they can compete with Green Bay and Tampa Bay. That's going to be the NFC Championship game again, I believe. Unless, like Gary said, you get a string of COVID in the playoffs, which is it's just going to be horrible. Which is going to be horrible. You 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 come up and Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID. That's 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 the game for Green Bay. That's the game for Green Bay. They can't move the ball without with, um, without Aaron Rodgers. You know, I say Tampa Bay, if they had Leonard Fournette still, might have a chance. But, you know, those are, those are huge losses. So, you know, you really got to cross your fingers because COVID is so unpredictable. Um, even if you're vaccinated, you're still coming up positive. You know, and we won't get into the whole vaccination thing. That's something that's a whole nother topic. But KG, you know... I don't, I don't think they're a fluke. I just don't think they're ready to take that next step. They need another year. They need another year. They got to figure out some things. And then Mr. Kingsbury, you know, the person they were so desperate to go get, you know, after they fired Steve Wilkes, you got to see if he stays. Because his name has been linked to a couple of big-time college jobs. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't think they're a fluke. They're just not ready. They're kind of in that Buffalo category. Y'all got to prove that y'all can beat the upper echelon. Y'all got to prove it. Y'all got to prove it. And I'm going back to the Bills just scored. The Bills just answered. The Bills just answered. Um, They failed on a two-point conversion attempt, but this is a statement game. I'm not watching the game. And I and I if Gary listen, I, I say I'm not watching the games the rest of the year. I've been down this rabbit hole with the Buffalo Bills. Y'all have to prove to me that y'all that I need to be in front of the TV watching this. This is a statement game for Buffalo. Um, now I don't mean to be rambling around and stuff, but uh, I hope I answered the Cardinals question for you, KG. You there? Did you swallow yeah, your mouth? <laughs> nah, I got defeated by the mute button. <laughs> but most definitely you did. Uh, now, looking around the league, uh, Titans, Niners, Niners are done. Uh, Packers were gifted a, a win yesterday. That was a pass interference on that interception. Uh, we talked about the Cardinals, Colts. Uh, Colts are surprising, but I, I mean, it's Frank Wright, so I get it. Uh, the Rams. The Col- and, and, and the Colts. The Colts were missing some people yesterday with COVID. Yeah. And they still came yeah. through with the victory. So the, the Colts are really sneaky good, man. They, they're sneaky good. They're one of those teams that you get to the playoffs and uh, nobody in the AFC is going to want to play them. And I said nobody. I mean that. The Chiefs, Bills, Chargers. Because I'm trying to think of – because it was the Chiefs and the, the, it was the Titans, the Patriots, of course. But I'm trying to well, – hold on. Because, you know, usually when we're on um, on the, uh, on air and we're trying to do things on the phone to get, you know, kind of do our research, 
I'm looking at the AFC playoff picture. So the Chiefs are for real. The Chiefs are for real. They got their mojo back. The Titans, I'm loving the fall of the Titans. Because I said it when they beat Buffalo. I said, if Derrick Henry's not there, you're going to see the real Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I love it. The Patriots are in the battle right now. They're third. They're first in the AFC. AFC East is on the line today, if you didn't know, in Foxborough. And Buffalo's showing out. This is a statement game for Buffalo because they're not where everybody thought they should be. And they, they, it gets to a point where you have to earn this. Cincinnati's in the fourth spot, beating the Ravens right now. The Colts beat the Cardinals. They're in the fifth spot. The Chargers, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. The Chargers, they lose today and Buffalo wins. Buffalo's going to jump up to the third spot. And if the playoff end, you know, ends today, they host a playoff game. But the Chiefs look like they're going to – they're not going to run away with it, but it looks like they're going to be the number one seed again, which is going to give them that first round by. The Titans are reeling. So whoever the Titans play in the first round of playoffs in Tennessee, they're going to lose that game. They're going to lose that game. I'm telling you, if you go to Book It Sports – and yeah, we got to shout Booker Sports out, and we got to start tagging them. My record right now is 185-153. I'm sorry, 226-209. and They just updated. 226-209. and You say, well, BJ, that ain't no really good record. When you talk about handicapping, the bare, I think the bare minimum percentage, like the break even with the house, is 52% KG. Is it 52, 51%? I think it's 51 Okay, 51. I'm at 56% right now. I'm at 56% as well, brother. All right. My 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 rating on um Booking Sports is 7.1. So I'm up there with the top handicappers. I'll say that probably. You know? And, and uh, you you go off stats, facts, hunches, just, you know, everything, injuries, everything. You have to take all that consideration. You kind of put it all together and pick your games. No, but I'm saying that because I'm pretty confident. Pretty confident, especially if they match up with the Chargers, because the Chargers fall down to that that spot. They can't keep up the Chargers form. The defense can only do so much. So we're going to see. We're going to see. We still got, after this week, we got two more weeks left. Then it's going to be crucial. These two weeks are going to be crucial to the playoff hunt because the AFC playoff hunt, the Ravens are going to lose today, which is probably going to put the Steelers in front of them. And who would have thought the Steelers would still be in a playoff hunt at 7-6-1? and one? They possibly – would they – the Ravens would be – I'm thinking – I'm thinking that the Steelers will go to eighth. And they play the Chiefs. And the Steelers are the Steelers, ladies and gentlemen. The Raiders are seven and seven. The Dolphins are seven and seven. The Broncos are seven and seven. The Browns, it looks like their season's done. They control their own destiny. All they need is to win. They look like they're done. But that's the AFC, the AFC, ladies and gentlemen. The bottom of the AFC, the bottom of the NFC. Uh, the Eagles win today. They go to eight and seven. The Vikings, they actually they'll take the seventh spot 
from the Vikings, I believe. So that bit that Eagles win is going to be big. The Vikings loss is going to be huge. The Saints are seven and seven. Washington six and eight, and they have some misfortune and some missteps, KG, with COVID. Uh, they basically had to give that game away. Um, that was a huge game that y'all needed, but you know, like you know, like you said, COVID and everything else kind of dictating what's going on right now. You're playing with street guys. You don't have a ch- you don't have a chance against a full power Eagles team. That's so, true. Yeah, I mean, but they it's funny if they if they beat the Cowboys, you're talking about Washington still fighting for the seventh spot. So hey, so I want you I, I broke down the AFC playoff picture. Give me give me your NFC breakdown playoff picture. Uh the Packers are first. I'll let you let you knock that out, man. Then the Cowboys already clinched the spot. Talk to me, KG. Yeah, Cowboys already clinched the spot. Nobody really wants to talk about it, but I will. Uh, that was a foregone conclusion when uh, Washington lost. So that's okay. They got Washington today. Washington has must-win games the rest of the way. So you got the Packers who clinched the division. The Packers are in, Cowboys are in. That's your one and your two. You got the Rams at three. And the Buccaneers at four, both 10 and four, and possibly could flip-flop. So the Cardinals fell down to fifth, moved down to 10 and five. 49ers at six, Vikings at seven. Eight and seven, and uh, seven and seven. Oh. The Eagles are eight, Saints nine, Washington 10. Saints got to beat the Dolphins. The Eagles are already beating the the Giants right now. Giants are done. (sighs) A lot got to happen for Washington to make the playoffs. So if that's the case, Washington has to win out. And what do we have? Three three games left. That's nine and eight. And then they have to hope for a collapse from – the Saints, because they have to beat the Eagles uh, next week, and they have to beat the Giants. And also the Vikings have to lose, who are losing right now to the Rams. <sighs> Tampa Bay is still a favorite. I don't care that, you know, the Cowboys made it. I don't give a damn. Tampa Bay is still a favorite. So, give me <sighs> AFC, NFC Championship game. Give me Green Bay Tampa Bay, but Green Bay will win the NFC crown. BJ, take it away. I got to go blow my nose. That's cool. We we thought that last year. We thought Green Bay had that, and Tampa Bay went on that run after they beat Washington at home. And they went on that run and, and ended up winning the Super Bowl. So Green Bay got a, got some, some something to prove. Um, the Cowboys, it's it's hard to put a finger on the Cowboys because they've been struggling offensively. The game they played Washington two weeks ago, they were really bad offensively. The defense and Michael Parsons saved them. Okay? They saved them. And it's going to be very interesting to see tonight if Washington has made any adjustment because we came on there, I believe it was DC Sports Run, and we talked about 
how it seemed like Dallas felt like Heineke couldn't handle an all-out blitz. Couldn't the, the offensive line couldn't handle it, and they were hundred percent right. So it's going to be interesting to see if Washington has, has made any adjustments, and that's been one of my pet peeves with this team all season is that they don't make real good in-game adjustments. And in the games that they do, they're the best on the field. So it's just like, it's frustrating because we're not talking about the Detroit Lions where they're just bad. Where they're just all around bad and you you know it's no hope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, they just, this team is bad. It is what it is. It's not that. Jack Del Rio, I forgot what game it was, and, and I hope KG's still listening. Whatever, I forgot what, what it was, the defensive scheme he had for half of them out of this world. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, that was, uh, what was that, two games ago? Jeez, of course I can't remember. That was, before but... the, that was before the Dallas game, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I'm trying yes, to see if was. my – I'm trying to see if my AT&T – Zoom, 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 you know? And sometimes it'd be lagging. Let's see. Uh, was it the – actually, was it the, the Raiders game? It was it the was Raiders, Raiders and the Seahawks game? game. It was both of those games. He came up with real good defensive plays. Yeah. And, and the thing is, they lost the, – the, the, the score of the Cowboys game, they lost 27 to 20. And if you watch that game – that was a 45-3 game. That, that's what it looked like. Yep. But, you know, that, that's what it looked like. You're watching that game, and you see the score, like, ain't no, ain't no way. Ain't no way. They got, they, got, they got handed to them today. But it wasn't the case. So it's just like, can they go in there? They, you know, it's no excuses today because Heineke's playing. They got most of, most of their – who's – who's do you know off, off offhand who's still out as far as well, – um, COVID, jeez, uh, I, I don't, I didn't even get an updated COVID list, but I know for a fact, uh, special teams captain DeShazer Everett is in the hospital. He had an, uh, a fatal car accident uh, the night before Christmas Eve. Yeah, uh, yeah, his Landon Collins is out. That's big. Yeah, he's out for the season. He's done for the season. Yep. Uh, Gibson's questionable with a toe. Uh, it's only two people on the um, on the Dallas report, and one of them is uh, looks like what Tyron Smith, their tackle. He's out yeah. with an ankle. So I mean, if 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 you know, if I'm Washington, I'm I'm attacking that side. Like you know, you you got to attack the weak. You got to find a weakness, a cheek in the armor. You got to see if if you can take advantage of them coming out the gate struggling because they haven't been the sharpest. Offensively, so you got to take advantage of that. Um, they won their last three. Um, they, it's just not impressive though. Twenty-one to six against the Giants last week. I mean, you know, I know it's a divisional game, but we'll see. They got, they got, they got three whoppers left. They already in the playoffs. They, they, you know, more than likely going to take the division. They got Washington tonight. Then they got the Cardinals next Sunday. And then the end of season, they're at the Eagles. Right. So let, let me throw this out there. You got uh Landon Collins, William Jackson, Daniel Wise out. Uh 
You just got Kendall Fuller and Cameron Curl back off the COVID list. But you, you're about to be without Cole Holcomb, who landed on the COVID list in the middle of the week. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, Tyler Lawson, and Nate Orchard. And Curtis Samuel is also a game-time decision. When is he not a game-time decision? Uh, Possibly in training camp. Yeah, he's been a game-time decision all year. Um, wonder, you know, I, I, I mean, he's made no impact on the field. So it's just, you know, I'm not trying to blame him, but it's just at what point you just shut him down. Shut him down for the season. Call it, you know, talk this up to a loss and go out, you know, get him healthy and and see what you got with him next season. I mean, that's all you could do now because unless he comes out there 100% and can uh oh, uh oh, what happened? You still in? Yeah, I'm still. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. And my earbuds just disconnected. I don't know why. They've been tripping, so um, I gotta figure out what's going on with them. But you know, it gets to a point where you 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 can't really. Unless he comes out and he's a hundred percent and blows the top off the defense and stuff, you can't really see what you got to with him until next season. Just shut him down. Just shut him down. Get it over with. You know, because you're taking reps away from somebody that you could possibly be looking at that could make a difference on the offense. So, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see tonight at 820 if he plays. Yeah, we'll know by 730. Yeah, so. But uh, other than that, man, uh, I'm about to go through the scores again. Uh, The Bills are still leading the Patriots. It is now 26-21. New England has answered. Um, So New England will not go away. And Buffalo is now up 26-21. So that means if New England scores a touchdown, they're up. If Buffalo can score, which they have to, they have to answer. It looked like uh, New England just marched down the field once again. So um, very interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss of words. I'm a Buffalo fan, so I'm just at a loss of words. Buccaneers still over the Panthers 29-6. Uh, the Texans 34, Chargers 23, two minutes left in, the, in the, the fourth. That game looks like it's over. The Eagles are going to beat the Giants. Uh, the Jets and the Jaguars keep going back and forth. There's five minutes left in that when the Jets have the ball 23-21. Uh, the Vikings are tightening it up versus the Rams, but the Rams have the ball with three three minutes and 44 seconds left. The Ravens will go on and beat the uh, – I'm sorry, the Bengals will go on and beat the Ravens. It's now – 41-21 with eight minutes left in fourth. Um, the Falcons beat the Lions 2016. So that's where we're at now. So the game right now that is uh, kind of the uh, the eye-opener right now is Buffalo. It's, it, like I said, this is a absolute statement game. What can you do? You know, do you have it in you? Do you have enough? That's, that's what this is about. So, so for that... What else you got, KG? We'll, we'll slide on out of here. Well, what I got, uh, really quick. I'm not sure if you watched it. I'm not sure if anybody watched it. I hope everybody watched it. But they did all Madden yesterday. 
just a, a, a tribute to and a, a retrospective of the career of John Madden from coach to pitch man, the broadcaster to video game legend. I DVR'd and I watched it and I, I sent out a few tweets and I'm not sure if you remember this. So get the old men and dust off the books and think you remember this. Okay. Well, we, we, we were back in high school and it just, it made me think about it. John Madden taught us X and O's when we were kids and we didn't realize he was teaching the game. We learned how to break down defenses, not through playing Madden, but watching Madden on TV. We learned that. Do you remember art class? And we would come in on Monday morning and we would draw plays on the table about where, what team messed up, where they could have did better, what play they should have ran. And they used to call us John Madden Jr. and Pat Summerall II. Hey man, you don't you don't realize how much of an impact something has on you to you know later on, and you go back to like, man, where did I, where did I get that from? And you're you're 100 right. Like you watching that, and you're like, you know, it doesn't. Like you're watching it, you're watching it, you kind of understand what he's saying, but as you get you develop your your football IQ and you start watching more games, you get to break down more things and. You can instantly start seeing where somebody is going to be open. You can start anticipating stuff. And it's really fun, man. And it, I, I haven't watched it yet. I'll go back and watch it. But um, I'm looking forward to watching it. Oh, it is absolutely beautiful, man. It is beautiful. And it's, a, the, the, it's what we say here at Sideline Junkies. Give them their flowers while they can smell them. Coach is 85 years old. Coach Madden is 85 years old. And to see him sitting in front of those TVs and everybody's talking about what he has meant, not only to the game, but to them, absolutely beautiful, man. Absolutely beautiful. So, I'm sorry. I am uh, Absolutely. I'm here. I'm just watching the ticker of the Buffalo game because it's like this is the season. And I, I agree with you 100%, though. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's meant a lot to football. Um, and and he's doing the same thing. Well, I mean, he, him not personally, but his name is still on the game. And kids are learning football through that. You know, picking the See. plays, trying to trying to get people open, trying to figure out what defense works. You, whether you're just playing the game with fun, you're – you're indirectly learning X's and O's. Exactly. And here's another thing. We're old enough to remember when he used to actually sit down starting in January and start doing the Madden's ratings. He did the ratings himself. <laughs> We're old enough to remember that. Oh. How he sat down and pulled over film. You know, the Madden Cruiser. And then, you know, he would travel. And when they used to have a training camp feature, he would travel to the training camps and, and stuff like that. The dude has meant so much to the game of football. But me personally, I can speak for me. He's meant a lot for me because he made me fall in love with the play calling, the X's and O's, and how things are supposed to be done. So big ups to Coach John Madden, who's not just a video game personality. He is a teacher. I think we'll end it there.
Um, want to thank everybody for joining us. Enjoy the rest of the day of football once again. Junie, we got you in our prayers. We're sending all the positivity, all the good vibes to you. Um, we love you and Pam. So get better soon, brother. We need you back on the air. You know, we need to hear your voice again, man. So um, that's it for Most us today, definitely. KG. Most definitely, Judy. We love you, brother. We ride with you, babe. I sound a little stuffed up, but that's okay. I got Judy power, baby. And the Pittsburgh Steelers going to come through with a W for you today, baby. You got to come through for us, though. Get better. Get way better, baby. Hey, man, that's all we have for today. Peace out. Appreciate you listening. And we'll see you, what, on uh, DC Sports Rundown? Yes, sir. All right, man. For Big Guy KG, I'm the boss, and all the other sideline junkies, peace out. Junie, we love you, man. Peace.